his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. That is one of the all-time summer night songs, right? You know, you think of uh, what they call now Yacht Rock. That and anything by Michael McDonald uh, is considered that Yacht Rock format. And right there, I mean, you hear that song, you just think of a summer night on a patio with an adult beverage, maybe, you know? Your significant other right there with you. Frank, I, 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 do, you, do you agree? Great summer song, right? I can see why. I mean, you, you told me you were going to explain it. And, you know, I see, I see your point. I see why, I see why you, you think that way. It, it's one of those songs. I said this on Sunday with Randy. It's like um, you can listen to that song and you just think of the, a place and time where you heard it. It's like when I hear... Oh, the Michael McDonald song, Freedom Something. I can't remember. Uh, Sweet Freedom, I think it's called. When I hear that, that song, I think of walking out of a, like a generic dine-in restaurant in a strip mall, right? And walking out and that's on the strip mall music. I don't know. And that, that's not a bad memory. That's a good thing. You know, you're with friends, you're with family. It, it's funny. Certain songs just put you in a different, in a different setting. And I think Into the Night, Puts you into a summer night. You know, it's uh, cooled down just a little bit. You've got that cool summer breeze. At least that's what it does for me. Hey, it's Friday. It's Joe Beamer. Great to be back with you. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Earlier in the the day, during the uh, new morning with Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski, we had a fire alarm go off for over 20 minutes. And it was one of those things where... You started getting a little scared. You had, okay, fire alarm, probably just uh, they're testing it and they didn't let us know, something like that. Well, then it continues and it went right through 
Brian's interview with the Hamburg supervisor. And it was still going on. And once Susan Rose was done interviewing Ryan Burrow, it was still going on. Finally, it was over around 8-11. You see uh, places downstairs, they've emptied out. They're outside. The fire trucks are here. Uh, there's uh, Amherst police across the, uh, the way in front of Building 300. You know, maybe, maybe we should have gone outside. I don't know. Seems like everything's under control. The fire alarm's off. Reminds me of a time when me and my family were, I believe it was a day's in, and I can't remember where we were going or where we were, um, but we, uh, were staying in, we were staying at a day's in, and we decided we were going to have some popcorn, right? Come on. Uh, this was late 90s, early 2000s, so I was a young kid, right? We go upstairs. The microwave is at the top floor of this, uh, of this hotel, if I remember correctly, and we go to microwave the popcorn. We may have not followed... The, uh, in the directions perfectly. And next thing you know, the popcorn is burnt, right? And the smoke from the microwave sets off the fire alarm at this hotel. They had to empty the hotel because they had no idea where this was coming from. Well, it was my dad and I attempting to pop popcorn. Didn't go over so well. Um, and you see the look of disgust on people's face when my parents go to the front desk to tell them, yeah, there's no fire. Uh, we just don't know how to pop popcorn. And it set off the alarm. And the people walking back in may have overheard you saying that it was you that woke them up from their sleep. You know, they might have had a meeting the next day or wanted to get up early to meet up with family for an early breakfast. And here, here these, these four decided they were going to try to pop some popcorn and couldn't read these simple directions on the back of the popcorn and woke up the entire days in. So when that alarm started going off and we started seeing people walking out of the building, brought back this great memory of my dad and I failing at popping popcorn. Also, I haven't been on for two weeks. So a lot of stuff has just happened that I'd like to comment on. So I, I apologize. We will get to the topic uh, in the second half of this hour, I promise there will be structure, there will be a topic. But when we come back, I do want to talk about two things. How a random tweet can remind you of a grudge you've held for over five years and hypocrisy. Oh, yes. Hypocrisy from politicians who seem to be on the left side of the aisle. We saw that twice in the last two weeks. I have to comment on it, and I will. It's Friday. It's Joe Beamer. Can't wait to talk with you here on WBEN. Um, I don't want to complain about the weather, okay? Because I love warm weather. I hate when it's cold, okay? So I love the heat. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. Tuesday was great, all right? I walked out outside my door, and I felt all the energy leave my body. It was so hot. But I'm not complaining about how hot it is. All I'm going to say is 59 on Sunday will feel great. And I hope it's not raining between noon and 1 o'clock this afternoon when I would like to get a run in. That's all. I'm not going to complain about the weather. I'd rather it be too hot than be freezing cold. I've always felt that way. 
Now, I have no problem bundling, bundling up going to a football game. I think that's part of the, uh, the fun of those late postseason push games. But I will never complain about the heat. Maybe about the fact that it feels that there's heat being pumped into the studio right now. It's really hot in here. But 80, 90 degrees, I'm all for it. I'll adjust. My body will adjust to the summer heat. Okay? But on top of that, 59 on Sunday does feel good. You can still flip on uh, some flip-flops and shorts when it's 59. All right. So two things really quick. Isn't it funny how you can kind of forget about a grudge you held for five years and then that person decides they're going to tweet you? Frank's looking at me like, Joe, what the hell are you talking about? Here's what I'm talking about, Frank. So five years ago, um, I had just been dumped in the intercom parking lot. A story that many people have heard way too many times, I understand. And I had started talking with a young lady and we were having a very nice back and forth. And, you know, hey, I thought might have the opportunity to go on a date with this uh, young lady. That would be great. You know, she was uh, she liked to watch sports. She liked to go out. Two things I like to do. So it, it seemed like it was going well. Well, then her brother, who was at one point a friend of mine uh, during high school, made up all this stuff about me and made me out to be this. Uh, you can have your opinion of me. But overall, I don't think I'm an awful person. Well, the things he said about me made me sound like I was the, the, the biggest, I don't want to curse on the air, but you know what I'm trying to say, of them all. Well, just stuff that was so completely not true that, needless to say, the date didn't happen. We never went on a date. And she kind of stopped talking to me. And I, I have confidence issues. So, of course, like I noticed the conversation trailing off. And I said, hey... Uh, I just, I just want to make sure, like, did I do something wrong? You know, because as I say with the, with the text, I like when people text criticisms or say, Joe, you're awful because, because then it gives me something to work on. Well, just like in relationships, tell me why you dumped me. Tell me why you stopped talking to me. I'd like to be able to work on that. Okay. M work on myself or work on the way I say things. You know, you're never going to be perfect, but if you continue to get better, you can be better than the time before. Like if you listened to me hosting two and a half years ago, I would hope this show is better than something I did in 2018. Now, I don't like to give opinions about myself, so I will let you make that opinion. So I kept asking, well, you know, is there just something I said, something I did? I just want to know so I can make those changes uh, for the next time I try to get a first date. And she let me in on, well, no, my brother says you are really only after this and this and this and that. And you did this. And I mean, stuff that was just completely not true. So yesterday I tweeted, uh, where would you rather go for your first vacation of the places that have opened up? And he commented on that tweet, completely unrelated to what I held the grudge about. But then seeing his name in that tweet, it reminded me of the grudge from five years ago. And that's that story. I wanted to, I wanted to get that off my chest. If you can relate or you've ever had an issue like that, 
uh, shoot us a text, 716-803-0930. Let me know if maybe I'm just crazy or if, if that's a regular thing, that these five-year grudges can just get rehashed by seeing that person uh, tweet something to you that, again, completely unrelated. And then the hypocrisy. This is something I really wanted to talk about uh, last week. The hypocrisy on the left side of the aisle, okay? Remember in December when uh, it was mostly people who politically are to the right of the aisle um, were talking about fat shaming and how Peloton's commercials were fat shaming and, and all that. And, you know, a person should be be happy in whatever their body is. And yes, you, you should be happy. You, you should always think positive, have positive vibes. But they were doing this hashtag body positivity. And, you know, you can't comment on a person's weight and all that stuff. This was them in December. Well, two weeks ago, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, by the way, decides she's going to call the president morbidly obese. And that's fine. That's fine. The same people that were tweeting about Peloton being uh, fat shaming and going against the body positivity, those same people were applauding the Speaker of the House for saying the president's morbidly obese. I mean, if there was examples of hypocrisy in the dictionary, that's it right there. You told a company that their commercials were fat shaming, but then laugh, applaud, and tweet about how wonderful it is that the Speaker of the House called the president morbidly obese. I I don't know what more could illustrate hypocrisy. And then you have Joe Biden who you can already see where his campaign's going. Uh, it's, it's, another, it's another, you know, Donald Trump is a racist, and here's why. He goes on and says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. He said that. Joe Biden, a white man, by the way, said if you don't vote for Joe Biden, if you are even thinking of voting for Donald Trump, quote, you ain't black. This is the guy who's running a campaign saying that the president is a racist. Yet he's going to tell people that if they don't vote for him, well, you ain't black. Come on. I mean, both just huge examples of hypocrisy that we see on the left side of the aisle daily. Daily. Just go look at social media. We see this every day. I don't know. Hey, when we come back, I will set up a topic, I promise. Thank you for sitting through, through that. I uh, had a few things I wanted to say. It is Joe Beamer. It is Friday. We are going to get caught up with news and then be back here on News Radio 930 WBEN.
Welcome back. It is Friday. It's Joe Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Beautiful outside right now, depending where you are, but little rain, little thunderstorms. I'm hoping personally, if it's going to, it can storm all night. Just don't rain from noon to one. Yesterday, my run got rained out, was on and off raining all day. I don't want to do that two days in a row. I don't know about you, but this week I have just had the urge to eat unhealthy food. You know, I had been really good, minus that first month of quarantine, I had been really good sticking to a diet, working out five or six days a week. This week, I have no motivation to work out. All I want to do is eat delicious yet junk food nonstop every meal. I'm hoping so far today we're on track. All right. It's been a good morning. I feel good. I have the energy right now to go on a run. I'm hoping at noon my energy level and the lack of rain holds up. But again, I'm not going to complain if it's too hot. I will complain if there's rain when I want to go for a run. Testing out a new run app today, too. So I'll keep you updated on that. Okay, so unless you've uh, decided to not go on social media, turn on a TV, listen to this very station, um, then you have no idea. Uh, If you haven't done any of those, well, then you know what's going on in Minneapolis. All right. And we all know how it started. Uh, I think it was Memorial Day. A video came out of a white police officer who seemed to have a man arrested and put his knee on the unarmed black man's neck until he passed away. He, he died. If you watch that video, the way I see that, that's murder on video. And we talked about this a little yesterday with Sandy, that the the pain of watching that, because most law enforcement, most police officers are great people. They put their life on the line every day to keep our community safe, no matter if you're white, black, no matter your gender, no matter your color, they are there to protect you. But you see videos like this, and they're heartbreaking. The guy was unarmed. He was already in cuffs. It it, it was completely unnecessary. And I think what adds to that frustration is the fact that there was another police officer standing right there doing nothing. In the last three days, we have seen riots in Minneapolis. Now, let me start off by saying this. I can understand protesting. I can understand being angry, right? I don't think there's anyone listening right now who can't understand the anger and the frustration from seeing that video. Okay? And by the way, at 10.06, right after the top of the hour news, we are going to talk to my friend, Anthony Freely. We are going to get his perspective and the perspective, how this is seen and felt in the black community. Because I can only give my opinion, but I don't think my opinion as a white man 
will hold that much weight. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to Anthony next hour here on Friday's R for Beamer to give his perspective, to see what he sees, okay? To see his feelings when he saw that video, but then also these riots the last few days in Minneapolis. Uh, I also would like to hear your perspective at 803-0930, star 930. And remember, the text board is now the same as the call-in number, 716-803-0930. So I can understand anger and frustration by seeing those, by seeing that video. And a, a white police officer with his knee on an unarmed black man who is verbally saying he can't breathe, who's making that well known. And then seeing another police officer standing there. Yeah. And then there was a press conference yesterday where I think a lot of people expected charges to be brought. But no, this police officer is still at home. He has not been arrested yet. There's been no charges yet. And if I was a police officer, if I was in law enforcement, I'd be angry and frustrated too. I'd be angry that this cop gave us a bad name as law enforcement. I'd be mad anytime I see a police officer treat anyone like this. Now, if the cop was getting shot at, if the cop was, if the person was resisting arrest, okay, I understand that. I understand different measures are taken when people are, are resisting arrest or if they have weapons on them. This was an unarmed, this was an unarmed man. And he died. He didn't have to. So I can understand the black community's anger. I can also understand law enforcement's anger. Being angry at these cops for that happening and giving them a bad name. And another question I'm going to have for, for uh, Anthony next hour is what does law enforcement around the country have to do to gain trust in the black community? I think that's a very important topic to look at in this as well. But with all that said, to burn down Arby's and to loot Target and burn down an auto zone, I don't see the correlation. And maybe you can open my eyes, but I don't see the correlation between those two. Okay? I understand the anger. I understand protesting. Okay? I can get you wanting to protest and call for justice. All right? And what was an obvious injustice? Yes. I get that. And I understand anger. I I don't want to come across as, Joe, you don't understand the anger. I understand the anger. But I don't understand in rioting and burning your own community, your town, to the ground. I don't see that correlation. I don't see what is gained by burning down Arby's or Wendy's. What does that do? That doesn't bring George Floyd back. And burning down Arby's doesn't get that officer behind bars. It doesn't do anything, except it might bury the message for some. It's right now burying the message on Twitter. 
People are talking about the riots in Minneapolis. They're not talking about the injustice done to George Floyd, which we should all be talking about. So I don't get how what we're seeing in Minneapolis right now and other places around the country, I don't see how that is getting justice for George Floyd. And I'd like to know your thoughts on it. Am I missing something? Am I the one who's wrong? Again, I want to I stress that I get the anger. I know I've said that three times. I'm probably going to get a text. Joe, stop repeating yourself and stop playing your bumps too long. Um, for those texters, it's still 3930. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I, I understand anger. And I understand wanting to take it to the streets and protest and, and demand justice for George Floyd. Demand... I would demand not only that officer be charged, but the officer that sat there and watched it happen. That is what concerns me just as much. And I'd also like to talk to anyone in local law enforcement, any local police officers that would like to call and what they see when they see this video. Because that's also a point of view we have not looked at yet is the, the anger for a police officer that sees this happening, sees police officers get a bad name because of a few uh, 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 bad apples. And like I said, I think most in law enforcement are good people. They, will, they are here to protect you no matter your race, no matter your gender. But when you see something like this, I think you can understand where that lack of trust toward police officers for some in the black community comes from. And it's not an easy video for me to watch. And I'd like to, uh, like to know what you think. 803-0930. Also, was the president correct when he said that these riots aren't doing any, or what was the exact quote? I should probably have the exact quote ready to go. I apologize for that. But the president tweeted this morning about the riots and Twitter uh, censored his tweet. But what he said was that those rioting are, quote, dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. Is the president correct in what he said? 803-0930, star 930, 716-803-0930 will get you on the text board. It's Joe Beamer. It is Friday. It is good to be here with you, though it's a very heavy topic we are talking about this morning. We will get right to the phone calls after this break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you on this Friday morning talking about the George Floyd incident and everything that happened after it. Uh, like I said, watching that video, it, it it's painful for me to watch. And, and I know the anger I feel I'm trying to get your perspective, 803-0930 on that and the riots that have followed. Is the president correct in saying that the riots are dis, are, man, I keep forgetting what the tweet said, dishonoring the member memory of George Floyd and just your overall opinion on what's going on. Let's start in Buffalo and talk to Gene. Gene, good morning. Hey, bad boy Beamer. How you doing? I'm doing well, Gene. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm okay. Um, well, first off, I agree the president was right in what he said. 
Okay. So I agree with that 100%. Okay. I, I saw the tweet myself and uh, he was right. He was right. They are the people who are doing the rioting are dishonoring the memory of Mr. Floyd. Okay. Even his girlfriend doesn't want this to be happening. And his brother doesn't either. So if those two people, they should be, everybody should be listening to. That's one. Two, as an African-American, I've seen the video. And I've seen the second video they showed this morning. There were more than just two cops. There were four in total. Okay. All four of them committed murder. They should be charged now. Not yesterday, not day before. The day it happened, they should have been charged. Okay. And third, and most importantly, the people who were committing these riots, it's not everybody who was out there who were protesting, but the ones that were committing these riots and acts of violence and looting and all that, you just destroyed your economic opportunity for the Minneapolis-St. Paul area because all those businesses are now moving out of the area. They are leaving because they will not be in the area where they're not wanted. Well put, Gene. Well put. I have not seen that uh, second video. Is that online? Oh, as a matter of fact, they showed it this morning on Fox News. I saw it. And then they showed it. It should be online. All right. I'll have to find it during the break. Gene, thank you so much for your perspective. You're welcome. That is Gene in Buffalo opening up a line for you at 803-0930. Let's continue with Dave in Buffalo. Dave, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Dave, I'm doing well. What do you got for us this morning? Okay. Well, first, I'd, I'd like to discuss the fact... Um, you know, a lot of people out there keep saying, you know, all most the majority of cops are good people and all that. Um, I take issue with that. I I don't agree with that. But anyway, well, Dave, is is there is there a reason that you don't agree with that statement? I'll give you, I'll give you not a reason, but I'll just try and kind of give a different perspective of the situation. Okay. The uniform off of the cop and the four cops that stood around murdering this guy just pretend they're not cops let's let's paint them as um for lack of a better word like four gangbangers on top of another man helplessly you know choking him to death the fact that four cops are standing there watching it or four other people are standing there watching it happen who have the authority to stop it and the one guy that was on top of him you mean to tell me that those are the only four app bad apples in that uh, no that just happened to be on the scene no any other cop in that precinct would have done the same thing by standing there and watching it happen uh, I, I don't think that's fair do you think any other cop would have acted the same way though i, I think most cops and that's why I, i'd like some uh, uh, anyone you know local cops to call in i i don't think i think if you had a hundred cops not one other one would treat Mr. Floyd the way that officer did. Okay, well, let's not talk about that officer. Let's talk about the four that had the authority to stop the murder from happening and did nothing. Yeah, and like I said, I, I think they should all also be charged. Is exactly what Gene said. Murder that man. Because that's what they do. They have each other's back, you know, and I say that with quotes. They have each other's back. They don't stop each other from doing wrong. And that's why I don't think all cops are good. And I'm in the streets every day. I'm on the east side and the west side every day. I see it happen every day. As far as the violence that's happening, I do understand it. I agree with it. 
sometimes violence is needed in the world to, to I don't know, get action, get some type of action. So that's but, my take on the thing, and I appreciate your, your time. And Dave, I appreciate your perspective. Um, like I said, I understand anger. I understand frustration. Um, and I, I just don't. I think the rioting is taking away from the message. That's how I view it. I'd like to know how you view it. 803-0930, star 930, right after the top of the hour news, around 10.06, 10.07, we will be talking to my friend Anthony Freely and getting his perspective on what he saw in the video, his perspective on the riots, and how this is seen and felt in the black community. Looking forward to that next here on News Radio 930 WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 